0: inspiration nation hello lee kemp here for another week on a podcast as always with Brian boniface and jose neuer how are we this week guys yeah good thank you good thank you lee with oh, the new look very, lee very uh professional there joe i like it you sounded like you were on
1: like 1980s radio there i don't, I don't even know i can't remember what 1980s not, not radio is like i don't That's know up. yes you can i don't think I listen thank to you. radio yes you can <laughs> podcast today, everyone out there <laughs> in the
0: nation we thank you for listening downloading we're across all podcast platforms and on youtube as well just search for jose neuer and you'll see our well a few beautiful faces and joe all on the screen for you check us out on social media at listen to i n listen to so joe it is your topic this week the first show of our fourth year of podcasting so what have you got for us
1: god i love that i love that setup that was lovely Brilliant! Um, first of Thank all, I'd like to comment on first of all, I'd like to comment on your new look.
0: Thanks. I mean, my new look being that I'm wearing glasses. It's not transformational or anything.
1: So well done, Ryan, for uh, getting Lee to get some glasses.
0: So you're like this, guys. Obviously, it's been a topic <laughs> for a long time about my squinty eyes and everything. So I went to a well-known um, high street opticians that I better have gone to. Um, or I should have gone to I've even got the catchphrase wrong and ruined that anyway my last check up for glasses before this one <laughs> you can have a tolerance of one either way but whoever gets the closest years wins so how many years do you think it's been since I last had my eyes checked Ryan seven oh Joe's gone for seven uh, how many years has it been or how old were you sorry <laughs> Either or how many years has it been? Let's go for how many years has it been. Twenty. Fifteen. One
1: five. No way. That is (laughs) crazy.
0: Two (laughs) thousand and seven. Wow. I was twelve. I was twelve years
1: old. (laughs) Blimey. That's crazy. That's so funny. Holy. it's been now. even
0: longer than that for the dentist but that's a different subject so speaking of oh. subjects joe what are we talking about this week <laughs> i was going to pick up on that See how that's i the transitioned
1: there quickly without allowing any room for conversation you did you just totally blasted me out there um so this week i'm talking about thinking i've got a few things on this um, I'm glad i've got one. glasses on now it feels like a glasses conversation yeah, what did you say you were? You felt a little bit more. What you said, it'd give a percentage about how you felt. Oh, yeah, you know? my, I am eight percent more intelligent when I put them on. The
0: thing is, when you take them off, questionable. What does, that put you, what does
2: that put you up to as a total percentage figure? Nine, nine, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: definitely gonna clip that. Um, anyway, um, yeah, so thinking, I've got two elements to this one is, um, can we stop thinking um, and the other element you know is 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 thinking doing is thinking an action so I've got two elements so my own view is I think thinking is an action um, now a lot of people argue that it isn't it's just you're just thinking what you're doing but I think it's proportional ideas but the other thing I wanted to examine was can we look at um, how when we're thinking can we project outside and actually look at uh, your thinker and a thinker could be anything you're talking about so actually right now am I thinking about anything so I'm going to ask you two what are you actually thinking about right now you two so Lee what are you thinking about right now what is actually <coughs> in my right now?
0: I'm thinking Joe's about to ask me what am I thinking about what am I thinking about quick <laughs> think of something fun- funny to say and then Joe asked me the question and I ran out of time I really like that I was I was there I, and just before that I was thinking of I suppose some follow-up to what you're saying so you know my view on said subject in parallel to listening to what you're saying
1: yeah I've, and it's like interesting to say that you were you were thinking um about what you were going to say and, and actually sometimes you just go off track and think but is it something we do ryan what about you what am i thinking uh you're off camera do you know that? yeah no. Yeah.
2: I was thinking, why does it hurt so much to put contact lenses in my eyes? But I know that would really wind up Lee. So I didn't, I, I didn't say that. I appreciate now. that very uh, much, thank you. Uh, what th- I'm thinking, what's my answer going to be? I was thinking about the, the, the subject, kind of, you know, it, is thinking doing something? Um, I don't think it is, personally. Um, but, you know, we can get on to that in a bit, I guess. Uh, I'm thinking, how am I going to get out of this?
0: <laughs> uh. I'll save you, I'll <laughs> save you. Here comes a parachute. And I don't think it's obviously a subset of thinking, Joe, but I think I was digesting. It's the same thing like if you're in a meeting and someone's presenting something to you, or you're watching, particularly watching documentaries or learning. I did I did a course last week, like quite a two-day intensive course involved a lot of listening, but I think a lot of it is digesting. So I'm not kind of thinking independent to what's going on, I'm taking it in and Cataloging it in my brain, or whatever other metaphor you want to use for it, kind of on the subject at the same time. And for my tuppence worth, I think, and I'm going to sit in the middle of you two, I think thinking can be doing. I think absolutely it can be doing. And it's an important part of the process of doing anything. You've got to have that initial bit of thinking time. I'm, I know some people who used to put planning or thinking time in their diaries to make sure they had time to reflect on stuff. We've talked many probably podcasts ago about how I when things get very um, full on some, you know, I get less creative. And then when I have nothing to do, so to speak, you know, I'm just doing mundane tasks for a day, that creativity starts to come back in as that thinking time comes back in. So I think it can be doing. Similarly, I think there's overthinking as in, you know, you've got an idea of something to do. You've got a plan of action. But you don't really do it and then you question yourself about the plan and then you redo the same plan in your head and suddenly it's six months later and you've not really done anything with it so I think you've gone past the you know that's an extreme example but you've gone past the point where it's useful so and that's why I say it can be but it isn't always if you never get off that point you haven't done anything
1: yeah I totally agree with that and this is why you know because thinking is like you said I I've done, I've done you know I did a course, it's a course, it's actually a project I was on. Um, we did exactly the same. We have to have reflection time um, to reflect on what you're going to do, what are the plans, you know, what would be a best way to engage certain things. But the most important thing off the back of that was coming up with an action plan that you would action off the back of that reflection time, which reduces the actions. And I suppose the thing is, I want to talk about is it is about thinking and the energy we use when we think. Um, and also, do, we, do you think you are the thinker? That's a bit of a weird question, but do you think you are the thinker? Can you expand on the question? Yeah. So, when you're thinking, do you think that's you? Or do you, you know, can you look at that void or those thoughts and think, is that you? Or is it you? Can you observe it and, you know, almost detach yourself from it? I suppose. Have you ever tried that?
0: I guess there's, not like that, no. I guess there's, there's instinctive thinking. We talk, So relay back to our one of our favourite books, The Chimp Paradox. Sometimes your chimp is thinking. Sometimes it's instinctive actions telling you to do something rather than necessarily your, your conscious or your level-headed self or whatever that is. And I don't know that I necessarily observe it, but I can be aware of it, but I've never kind of stepped out of it in that way.
1: Is yeah. it something re- you've done then? Yeah, the reason I've done this is because there was, a, there was a book called, I think it was The Untethered Soul, and it had this really, really interesting experiment that, you know, when you are talking in your head, it's almost like the voice in it, but, you you know, that that, that thinker, we can be associated with it, but you can actually disassociate it, so You can actually watch what you're thinking and that you're not the thinker. Um, and I thought it was a really interesting concept that actually, how do we identify ourselves you know, do we identify ourselves by that the thinking process you know if i 'm thinking is that is that me or you know or can I observe that and and I suppose because when we think we can think of negative and positive things um, and we can get trapped in that cycle, like you said the chimp paradox, you know where we get all that emotional thing, but can we separate from that and I think when we talked about meditating and stuff like that, and it's one thing I wanted to bring it to thought because through my journey going through what i've been going through at the minute um sometimes i i struggle to watch the thinker and i know logically that you can do this but it's quite difficult i find it quite difficult to separate myself from that um almost like the chatterbox and the voice in your head we've talked about before um but it's an experiment i want to try in terms of can we be aware of what we're thinking to make sure that it's aligning with what we want to do rather than thinking. Um, you know if we're feeling if we, depending on our feelings and what we're doing can we, we change that and think in a way that's going to help us rather than think in ways that are going to maybe not be quite as healthy for us that we would think like you said Lee we could overthink certain things and I was definitely guilty of that when I got into training and stuff like that I'd worry so much I'd overthink of every what ifs and what or whatever that I would really be paralyzed by it, like you said, you just be overthinking it. Um and that's why I want to ask whether you think you are you, your your identity is in your mind, I suppose, and whether you can actually disassociate and actually observe that. Um, and so you can, so you can have healthier, I suppose, and healthier balance as to what, what your thinking is, and and whether you can get a different perspective to help you in terms of. Not getting overthinking, I suppose, but also having the other end of the coin, like you said, about, you know, if you're just going to react to something and just do it, can we find that balance? And I suppose that's the sort of discussion I want to have. And I just want to throw out with you. And I know for me, in meditation, I still find it quite difficult because I find there's thoughts going on, but I'm still associating myself with the thoughts rather than observing them. And I'm getting better right. at it. It's still tricky. Um, and I want to sort of get your thoughts on that. And if to, because our thoughts and thinking create our reality so yeah I just wanted to get your view on that and whether it's something that you knew instinctively or is it something that you think oh okay this is something that I might I might try and just sort of to observe to see what what comes out of it really
0: I'd give it a go I think in the same way I did with the meditation thing which I've not done again I did like it but I'm not sure it's my is that time doing nothing thing but back on back on track with this um I guess I'd I'd interpret it in my in my brain differently I see that as a framing device for something that you said there to be a little bit NLP and I wouldn't for me I don't know that I'd I suppose I am I'm reflecting on myself you said it on observing I think I like the idea of giving myself a framework, especially like you said, is this in line with what I want to be, my principles, the job I'm trying to get done, whatever it is, is to know before I start doing the plan or thinking or whatever, what that objective is, what the framework is, what track I need to be on, and then almost sense checking myself, am I keeping to those principles or... It's not really rules, is it? But you know, I, am I am I keeping to those things for myself? Am I being true to myself in it, or am I letting instinct run off? So we're probably talking about the same thing. I think I just I'd sit it in my brain slightly differently, like that, almost like my my turn to engagement for this line of thinking.
1: Yeah, I like that. But there's some it, real
0: similarities, sure. especially principles that would go across everything. But then it'd be a bit specific. You know, if I'm doing a bit of work and I'm doing it for this person, and I know I want this am I am I keeping on track with this or am I going off course and need to steer myself back on
1: again something like that yeah because it seems to me that your thinking is is like the do it like really quite it's quite action-based it sounds like to me yeah I, that's
0: suppose. Thing, I mean you'll, you'll go back and listen to podcast age ago where I don't think I was so much that way and I'm still certainly less so in work Certainly in my personal life and a little bit of work, I can procrastinate and I have to push myself to be idea action. But I'm a lot more idea action than I was three years ago.
1: Yeah. Um, I like idea action. I love a classic. Um, I was going to say something then. It's it's gone. But the thinking thing for me is, can we actually stop thinking? Can we stop thinking? I've, I've tried to... Do you know Every time I try and stop thinking like to meditate, I still think of something. Uh, you know, any of you guys tried that? It's, it's, if you, if you, Ryan, Lee, have you ever? Can you ever stop thinking? I don't know. I, I just want to try and stop thinking, but is that is that possible? Right.
0: I, what I want to say is no, because you've got your stream of consciousness, and if you're not yeah. thinking or absorbing or anything else, and what's going on, but then to counter that, um, I've got another example of think I want to give later in case I forget, and I'm just saying that to root in my head. Have you ever done? <coughs> have you ever driven somewhere? You got in your car after work. You drove home, you get out of the car, you get in the house and suddenly you think, I can't remember a single second of that drive home. I just went into autopilot and I've got no point of reference. I can't remember a thing. Where, you, know, you can't even remember what you were thinking. And were you so in autopilot that you were just, you know, is that a time that we switch off, but we're not aware of it because you can't consciously know you're switched off because you have to be thinking about it. Yeah, I, like I certainly that. know I've had those sort of things where I've just got no memory of something whatsoever, particularly things like driving and driving a route I always do, where it's very
1: robotic. So, can I ask a question? Where do no. we think we go? Where, where, where do we think we go? I'm getting a bit deeper. When that happens, like if we can't remember, what happens? Like is that because we like? I'm getting a bit weird, not weird, but like a bit out there with this. But does that mean we're not existing if we're not? This is like if a tree
0: had fallen in the woods and there's no one to hear it sort of thing. Because If you're you're not thinking and your brain's off. Did you you exist at that moment? The things you were doing happened and the effect they have on other people happen, even if it's just being a car in front of someone. And All all of that is real but, and I'm not answering it because I don't know, it's an interesting thought because there there is that that bit of if you're not aware of it, then did it happen to you?
2: Just because you don't remember something doesn't mean it didn't happen, does it? just because you have no conscious memory yeah. of what happened doesn't mean it didn't happen i mean it's just more that there was nothing notable for you to remember on that journey home that your your brain has let it leave your early consciousness um i i don't i don't think you i don't think we can get i don't know maybe i'm too logical but i don't think you can get into the whole if we don't remember something or if we don't think about something then you know, are we here? Well, of course we are. We don't say, you know, disappear and come back. Life doesn't, you know, life doesn't work that way. But t- yeah, yeah, maybe I that's the really logical point. maybe that's maybe whatsoever. that's really logical from from me, I guess.
0: And that's what I was gonna say. I said here comes the cold hard logic, but that yeah. doesn't mean I disagree. <laughs> yeah, because it's a bit it, ways yours it, is a bit more theoretical, I suppose, Joe, on consciousness and body, and are they the same thing or are they separate?
1: Yeah, because I want to see whether we can separate that, and, and I, I've tried. It's like, you know, you know, are we? Does that mean we're we so embodied in the thinker? They called it the thinker in his book. They called it the thinker that we can't. We, we struggle to to dis, you know, to, to separate ourselves and and identify ourselves with something that we may not be great for us because sometimes you have these thoughts and stuff like that aren't aren't healthy that you know that's not us i mean you know about you know about tough times and i've had some thoughts that have been really quite dark and difficult and um especially with depression obviously stuff that we've gone through now and i'm thinking you know you are thinking it but does that if because you're thinking it, is that you and should you feel like guilty or sad because i'm quite a feeling person about having those thoughts you know because it's where those thoughts come from where do they come from is it us or you know, where did that actually really come from? I know I'm going a bit deep on this, but this is why I want to say, can we stop it? And, you know, where does it actually come from? You know, we might be thinking about random things we might not better remember, because it's like Ryan said, that it's just not anything, nothing noteworthy. But when we have ideas or when we have a thought, where does that actually come from? Um, And is there any control over that? Can we, you know, can we disassociate something? Definitely meditation has helped me focus on it, but even then I'm still getting thoughts. But, where is all this coming from is it is it i don't know and this is why i wanted to open the box up really and just sort of try and expand and before you say i am not on been on anything just <laughs> um but where have we you know you know where do we where, where does it all come from you know because all, you know, all ideas come from somewhere where do they come from this talk about that you know there's a you know central thing that we the ideas come from i'm a bit interested because you know are we are we just you know these people that think individually or is there a is there a more wider consciousness that we draw from because you know i've heard people talk about they there's there's a consciousness area that people can draw from that's why people get similar ideas and i'm just when people talk about downloading and and i'm just thinking i'm thinking right now about you know is this something that we can really control or is it that you know we have to be conscious about what we are thinking what we absorb um and can we observe that and change it to our benefit I suppose so that's what I'm really thinking about um because also what we think and thoughts generate thoughts and feelings and ultimately actions that drive us right but we have the choice to choose that action or not that action or you know when we have a thought should we feel guilty should we feel upset should we feel happy because we have a certain thought I don't know this is what I'm just throwing out there to you guys I'm just I suppose a bit of an experiment to think, to be more conscious about, can we stop it? Can we stop thinking to help give us a little bit of, a bit like what you said last week, about, about mindfulness and space, I suppose, because um, a lot of my anxiety and things come from uh, thinking too much, but I'm definitely a lot better now through the meditation, definitely got much more control, but I'm probably going to try to go a little bit deeper now into how can I I suppose, manipulate that thinking. So so it's not me, but to use it to my advantage to create a better reality, I suppose, for myself. And this is what I'm trying to explore, I suppose. Anything come out of that for you guys? That was a lot.
0: Yeah, I think for me... It was good. It was good. not saying it's not, but... I (laughs) don't know, no. I think for me, most
2: things I think about are, or most things most people think about are problems and solutions. So I have a problem whether that's I want to go on holiday but can't afford it or it's something more immediate. Oh, I've got this big thing I have to sort out for work tomorrow or whatever. You think of the problems and then you think, how can I solve that problem? And you ask where those thoughts come from, experience, um, an understanding of breaking down what the problem is. I mean, I, f- I feel like as humans, that's kind of what we've always done, had problems and you solved them, right? but even if you go to the granular detail of back when we were when when we were cavemen it was like oh we have no food you know that that wild version of whatever a cow was millions of years ago um, looks attractive to eat so how do I how do I eat that (laughs) you know it's just problems and solutions that's all it is that's that's how I see it anyway there are some things that it won't won't always be that, but for the vast majority of things, on a on on a particular level, it will just be problems and solutions. That's all. To me, that's all thinking is.
0: Layer in something else. Which is entertainment, because there is that's still as well. but
2: that's still a problem and a solution. How do I get my entertainment fill? Ah, I'll do this. That fills that fills that entertainment bucket. Well, I don't know, whatever pint glass, whatever you want, you know, <laughs> like. It, <laughs> The dope, you, you fill the dopamine levels up in yourself that's the problem how do I how do I, I feel like oh I'm bored how do I solve being bored oh I'll do something for fun but that's yeah, to me yourself, yeah. if you as a really granular level that's that's problem solution
0: where do you sit Joe because you gave us a lot of the theory of it could be this it could be this it could be this
1: where where is your where do you lean at the moment on it in terms well, of your view? because I I see I, I go to think yeah we I mean when we get a, when we have a problem we're really focused we want to solve the problem, but I'm thinking when we there are times when we don't have problems right there are times when we sit back and we we we've got problems but they may not be pressing. What happens in those times? Where do these things come from? I suppose where does, does the initial does that come back to come the from?
0: bit Ryan was saying? It, which I do agree with that not having anything to do then becomes a problem. and You solve it by doing something. Yeah, a hobby doing something yeah. or you know doing a hobby or but do we have to do anything or... do we
1: have to have that is there any control around that but where does that actually come from well, i'm sitting there doing nothing what is, is there a problem is that does it have to be do we define the Is the thought that we define a problem does it have to be a problem it may be that we can you know a i
2: think you're taking the word problem too literally issue solution situation solution whatever you want it could be anything idea solution I think maybe you're taking the word problem maybe a little bit maybe too literally but I think even if it's I've got nothing to do how do you know what can I do you that's the situation you solve it by doing something I'm hungry you solve it by doing something thirsty you solve it by doing something you know to me that on a really granular level that's that's all our brain function kind of is obviously there's more to it than that there's kind of daydreaming and thinking about other things in the future and the past and things like that but you know for the most part on a really granular level it is to
1: me just just situation solution problem solution issue solution well, i love that you said something that triggered something in mind daydreaming you know why do daydream where does that come where did that where did that execute from like where you know where does that come from this is what i'm trying like where does that even come from that's like for me like you know with daydreams, so we might be thinking of something that's. Um, awesome. Like, I don't know. Do you know what? I don't think I've had, have I had a daydream. I can't think of last daydream. But has anyone like daydreamed here for a while? I don't know if I have. I used to do it a lot as a child. In fact, when I go back, actually triggered something in me, right? And when I go back to my primary school, in my school reports, I said, Joe is a daydreamer. He dreams a lot. I like, stare out the window. And what do we do in those moments, you know, where our consciousness is somewhere else doing something where we're not actually, like, we created that reality and that for me is like a really interesting concept about what? Why did I start to daydream? What creates it? You know, where is it actually all coming from? And I know, at practical level, you know, we solve problems and do that. But I'm trying to talk about sort of like, where does that even come from? And you know, and the, the, the cow idea. Oh, let's get a good cow. I'm going to eat that. Where does that idea come from? come up, you know, who, you know, I know we sort of survived and we got had to eat and stuff like that. But where do those ideas come from? Where people invent stuff? Where people say we can do this with that? How do they ever discover it? How do they get the idea that we could do these types of things? Um, and I suppose it might be where are ideas generated, you know, beyond the scope of just logical thinking? Is there, is there something behind that that generates that? Because sometimes you're thinking, you see, you had that time when you've had a problem, like Ryan said, you haven't got the solution, suddenly you'll just solve it. It will just come to you. There'll be something that comes to you. Where does that come from? your brain brain
2: subconsciously finally solving the problem
1: yeah where does that but how does it grab that is it working in something i don't know this is just what i'm really interested about how how we can get more into that and more control on that and you know whether we're more conscious of it i just really find that fascinating um, in terms of you know what can we do with that because yeah um i think i said it before on the podcast i had a computer going i was having this problem and it just came to me but like you said it's the back burner and in fact lee your book don't sweat the small stuff that you recommended actually talks about the back burner doesn't it yeah it's a key thing i i rely on is
0: it's that you know sometimes you can't solve a problem the best thing to do is walk away and let it just whatever part in the back of your brain is ticking over just let it keep ticking over and then revisit
1: it later down the line Suppose, but we don't really consciously think of that. That is unconscious, isn't it? So, or is it? And it depends what you mean by don't think about it. You're not, I'm not
0: thinking about the problem being solved in the back of my head because it's been pushed back, but I am conscious of the mechanism to do it. It is a conscious decision to let it
1: circulate.
0: But then what happens
1: there? What happens right there at the back of your mind that we're not aware of the things that could influence us and then provide that? And can we get, can we tap into like, no thinking so we can allow that to happen almost like on a conscious level because we have that we go away don't we we might be doing distracted by coffee but can we i suppose meditate or do something that you know rather than being distracted by something else i suppose that's putting the backbone but can we get control over that and i suppose that's what i'm trying to think about whether i think there's a
0: possibility that could enhance it yeah
1: and i'm just really fascinated by the whole concept of we are in our heads well we've got this brain in our heads and uh, you know we we are dictated by what is it, what is in there what we're thinking about um, and that is what I wanted to explore today in terms of you know especially daydreaming um, I haven't daydreamed for ages and Ryan that really triggered me I'm like why am I not daydreaming as much? I'm very more practical I've got older I've become more practical and I've seem to have lost that um, you know I suppose being a young young child daydreams dreaming about what you could do, and then as you have got older and older, we tend to lose that. I don't know if you guys. You guys, as as, as children, were you daydreamers? I know I dreamed you know. I, but I've I've seem to have lost it as I've got old. I just seem to have it's like I've lost it. It doesn't happen. I tend to be more much more practical. Um, so yes, yeah, so I'm just I'm a bit worried. I'm not worried. I'm a bit I'm a bit. Um, it's a bit. It's a bit. Um, a bit sad that we lose that, and I don't know if you guys ever thought about that did you have sort of daydream stuff when you were kids at all like that? did you have anything like we just sort of like you would daydream better stuff no i suppose no but you're always practical
2: i also don't think you lo- i don't think you lo- i don't think you've lost it i think it's just you're now a lot busier than you were then and therefore you have less time to do it you have more responsibilities mm. more things on um maybe in 10 years time when you know all your kids have moved out joe and you're looking at retirement or whatever and you're
1: looking for hobbies, maybe daydreaming can become one of them again, you know? Do you know what? I do, I used to, I used to do it a lot. I used to really enjoy it actually. And I think it's like, I think it's all the hopes and dreams and the, and the things that you go through. And I think, um, I used to get really super creative when I was younger. Like not that I'm not creative now, but I think there's a lot of creation going. Or sometimes the creation was not, not great. But some of the creation was great. Um, that so so that's is probably a bit
0: more whimsical and less practical. And then as mm. the practicalities of life set in, you probably still do it. It's just a lot more based in reality now than it used to be. So it doesn't feel the same.
1: Yeah, but based in reality, right? That's the thing. like It's that whole reality thing. We create that reality and it's just strange, isn't it? But we 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 what is like we think you well, should we be more real, you know? In fact, so this is, and I um, think
0: I am going to say, Joe, it's, 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 there's, an, there's an NLP thing on this, and I've talked about this before, but it's, it, it describes, and I really like this for me, it describes your mind as being a map. And everything you experience and do or happens to you or you observe adds to that map. It creates hmm. new directions and new avenues. And when something happens, it drops into that map and goes through the best logical path um but it's always evolving based on you know something really bad might have happened to you in a certain situation and you your map then consciously avoids that situation or something might have been really good in a situation and you you lean towards it and it it builds up your instinctive responses um and like you said can you and i and i think that and this is an nlp i think you can observe is a different framing word but you can understand your map and once you understand your map you can manipulate your map you can change it you know if you know what those trigger points are you can change where it goes to give yourself better outcomes to not avoid bad situations etc cetera, etc cetera. again it's a different kind of wraparound on it but that is it feels like a similar sort of thing to me and where you say the reason for saying this is back to your where do these things come from i think it's partly instinctive but then learn and learn behavior more learn behavior more learn behavior and that starts to build up your map that generates your thoughts or back to what ryan was saying it generates your solutions to your problems which are your thoughts and um so i, I do think you can harness it and you can control it but you've got to be aware of it and you've got to find whatever that framing device is that makes that something tangible you can hold on to and for me that yeah. that is
1: a really good one i really like that so going back to the question then right at the beginning do you think you are the thinker then are you that are you the thinker do you identify with it or do you think you can not be the thinker and not be dictated by the way you think
0: can both things be true
1: i'd I agree with I'd agree,
2: with I'd agree with that question because that's the way i was going to go
0: because I think it's it's like if you if you reference it to being like a muscle, the muscle you are that that is what you are, but you can train it and you can develop it and you can harness it so I, I do think you are, but then I think you can make yourself better for want of a better word
2: sometimes sometimes your brain wins, and sometimes logic wins, right, or sometimes the right thing wins so for me, it's yeah, for, like me for me it's what both. Do you think
0: what do you think of that Joe? and what's your view on said question as well?
1: yeah I, I I don't believe I am the thinker I am not what I think I am not my thoughts because sometimes I can have thoughts which aren't great and some of the thoughts so I, I like to think I, I'm having them but they're not so I can choose which the thoughts are that's what I'm really being conscious about and like you said Lee and Ryan you can choose the ones that serve you so it probably goes back to that map thing but I still, and I know we go for this. We talk about NLP thing about the different sex, But where does that all? It comes on based on your realities and what you've chosen and stuff like that. But how is that generated? And and you know, are we more than just our brains? I suppose is there something more that we're just not aware of yet? Um, that that's what we get these types of thoughts and you know where we have all coincidences. Are they coincidences? I suppose it's getting a bit a bit out there um, and not so logical, but. Yeah, I just um, I just think I'm not the thinker, and I think that's really helped me when I've got through my depression. But I'm not what I think, um, because those thoughts are really quite terrible. And obviously, right now, going through what I've been going through recently, it's really helped. Um, so almost like disassociating from from that thinking has helped me to sort of choose the things that I need to to be thinking about that help me through. Um, and it's and part of how you said, it. Joe,
0: it's part of how you shape your reality, isn't it? So I think yeah. that's a, it's a good view on it. It's a good countdown. Time is up, so I'm going to wrap us up, guys. But I think this is a oh, really cool. good, a really good thought experiment, Joe. And I like these these sort of shows. It's very interesting. I'd love to hear people's thoughts out there. What they think of the show. Um, Twitter at listen to IN, listen to leave us your thoughts. Um, head over to inspirationation.org.uk, all things to do the podcast, coaching service, the archive again this week. There are people trawling through, we really appreciate it. Joey's modeling there, his Inspiration Nation hoodie. We have mugs here as well, mugshot the camera if I can get it in from my background, um, all over there. And of course, we thank everyone for listening. Continue to do it. Tell friends, tell family, leave us a review. Word of mouth is how we are growing and we appreciate it. And all that is left for me to do is count us down and we will see you all next week. Three, two, one. Inspirationation. Inspirationation.
1: Catch you guys later. later.